Welcome back to the Don't Stop Me Now podcast. I am your HIV positive host, Miss Jennifer Levon. How is everybody out there? I am, oh my god, it has been a day. It has been a day. That is why I'm doing an impromptu podcast at the moment because I need to talk about this now while this all happened today and get this off my chest. I have two different things to talk about. I don't know how long it's going to take me. It might take me 10 minutes. It might take me 20 or 30. I don't know. Oh my goodness. Okay, so let's start with the first thing that happened this morning. Actually, it all kind of erupted yesterday, I think. I'm sort of lost. I don't think it went on for a full two days. Oh no, maybe it did. Maybe it did start on Thursday. So I was alerted to a video on this YouTuber's page. He's called Ribby the Party Frog. What? Like, nice name. Whatever. He's even selling merch. Like, people are buying this crap, and it's not even a good, like, drawing of a frog. It looks like shit. But anyways, um, Ribby the Party Frog. Like, I don't really want to promote him, but I'm. it's whatever. I don't care. Um, he has about 73,000 followers on his YouTube channel. Um, and, you know, I have about 63,000 on mine. So we're similar. And there's a reason I'm sharing that. Um, cause I think it plays into, um, the end of this story a little bit. Um, so he, and I'll probably forget why I told you guys that by the time I get to the end of the story, but I'm going to try to remember. Um, so anyways, um, he has a following and he started his channel at the end of 2020. So he's gained a lot of followers really fast. I mean, I've been, I've had this channel since 2016 and I don't have that many followers, but you know, it all depends on what the topic is. He basically, um, hates women and he's an incel. So he basically takes videos of women from their either TikToks or their YouTubes. And he only shows a portion of those videos for his benefit to make it appear that it's something else so that, other incels can bash on these women. And that's exactly what he did to me. He used two of my TikToks. He only gave like seconds of the TikTok and then basically made it look like it was something else when it wasn't. Didn't tell the whole story and left people thinking that I was a really bad person is basically what he was trying to do. So um, this is one of the TikToks and thank goodness I saved it because um, that plays into the story as well. But this is the first one and you'll maybe you'll recognize this TikTok that I did, maybe not, um, but this is it. Do I have to disclose my status to sexual partners? You're not going to like this. No, I don't. Wow. I'm pretty sure this chick said in another clip she has HIV. And she's smiling saying she does not have to disclose that status to her partners. Now, I don't know what state this chick lives in, but I'm pretty sure around most of the country, that is actually... You can pick up charges for that, for knowingly spreading a virus to someone and not informing them. So just more reason to watch out there, boys. You could have chicks having stuff, sending around, and not even telling you. Okay, so that's his video. Um, as you can tell, it was just a very small portion of it. That is called a teaser in the beginning of my TikTok. And that's what I did. I said, you know, you're not going to like this, but no, I don't. And right after that, I said, but of course I do, because it's all over my social media. And 
like, hello, of course I'm going to. So, of course, he conveniently left that part off to make it look like I'm going around and, as he said, spreading HIV around and wanted to inform everybody that what I'm doing is illegal. So I, my TikTok goes into what it is to be HIV positive in California. I didn't cover other states, but I basically said, at this point in California, you don't have to disclose if you're undetectable. If you're knowingly trying to infect somebody, which means that you have intent, you know you have a detectable viral load, which means you know you have HIV and you're not on treatment, and you're trying to give it to somebody, it's now punishable by six months in jail. It used to be eight years. It was a felony before. Now it's a misdemeanor. So the laws have caught up finally with the science because it's not a death sentence anymore. Um, I know that still makes people really mad and they don't feel like this is okay. They feel like people should still have to disclose. I do disclose because I think it's the right thing to do for myself. Um, I just couldn't have that secret in my head. Um, I just always feel like I would want to share that information. Plus, uh, yeah, it's all over my social media. So of course, I'm going to say something. Um, but of course, he left that off. He didn't share my name in this video. So there was no way for anybody to find me. Um, and I think that was his way of sort of getting away with it. Uh, there was another video he also shared of mine four months ago. This one that I just shared with you guys was only up for a day, and it already had over 100,000 views. So he's getting a lot of attention for these videos that he's putting out that aren't accurate, and they're making people go crazy in the comments. Um, things like, you know, oh, there's like not that anybody gave me a direct death threat, but they say women like this, there's a name for them. Somebody made some kind of like comment about how we hook them up to like the back of a truck and take them for a ride. You know, they're found in a ditch later, things like that, you know, like really awful comments. And so many people liking those comments, like an insane amount of people saying, yeah, like, fuck her, man. If a woman gave me HIV, and by the way, clearly these people do not seem to understand the transmission rates of female to male are like super, super, super low. But of course, these people don't understand this. Again, these are all men that seem to get off on hating women. So as somebody pointed out in one of the comments, they're just a bunch of incels. Like they don't love women. They love hating them. So, and they're not gay. So what are they doing? Like, what is, what are, what's their deal? Don't get it. So I put this out on my, oh, and before I forget, the other video was me talking about, um, that, you know, maybe I have been promiscuous in my life, but that isn't why I got HIV. Lots of people are promiscuous or whatever, have multiple sex partners throughout their lives, and they don't get HIV. I just happened to have sex with somebody who had one. And like, honestly, I don't think that I even got it from Eric right away. I think it took a long time to get it from him. So not that it can't happen the first time. But my point to all that was, is that I don't think I've been around a bunch of men that had HIV. I think I was around the one who had it and I was with him multiple times. And so yes, I got it. But in general, um, I'm kind of unlucky. You know, it's not that common. HIV is not that common. So anyways, but he chose to take a portion of that video. He, it, I can't, I don't have a copy of that one. Um, and only say something about that. Yeah, I have been, maybe I have been promiscuous. And he kind of cut it off right there. And the title of the video said something like, um, something about me writing the CC. He mentions the CC and that now I have an STI. So CC stands for cock carousel. And, um, and now that I, now I have an STI because, you know, 
SDIs don't happen to people who have, um, you know, sex just a couple times in their life or whatever. You know, it's always, you know, the whores that get STIs. Anybody can get an STI. Like, this is not an uncommon thing. There's a reason why we have, you know, statistics with how many people have STIs every every year. They're not invisible. They're, there's so many people that have them. I mean, this is like, whatever. I don't have to get into all that. There's just no shame. But And, and as if all these people that are on his channel are STI-free, really? I mean, well, maybe they are if they're incels and not having sex with women. Maybe they don't have an STI. But like, I mean, if you put yourself out there in the world and you have sex with someone, you have an opportunity to get an STI. It, it can happen. So and that doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just It's just the law of uh, averages, I guess. Um, so anyways, that was the other video. And of course, he only took a portion of it and then made it look like I was a whore. And that's why I had um, HIV. Again, my name was not used in either of those. And there's no link to finding me anywhere. And someone said, we need to find where this person is. And we need to out her on a website. I'm like, okay, well, guess what? She's already totally outed. So I am... Um, like I said, I shared this, um, I believe on Thursday was the first day I shared it on my Instagram story and said, okay, because someone first alerted me to it in a comment and said, oh, this Ruby the party frog. And I'm like, first of all, I'm like reading that name going, "Are you, is this a joke? And then I look him up. I'm like, oh, sure enough, there's my video. Okay. And then I watch it and I'm like, this, are you freaking kidding me? So I write kind of a long message in the comments and say, wow, so you totally took this out of context for views, you know, and I go through the whole thing. And he deletes my comment. And I'm like, okay, so I go to my Instagram story. And I basically tell everybody what's up. And um, I get people that are like, everyone's going bonkers. I mean, the last two days have been like insane with my messages, but so many amazing supporters. So basically, um, people went on to the video and reported it or reported his channel. Of course, I did that as well several times. And I, you know, I wrote to YouTube and said, this is like harassment and bullying. It's defamation of character. You know, there's a lot of things. It's, I mean, it goes against all the work that I've been doing to talk about U equals U. I mean, this is, this was not about me spreading HIV. This was me talking about the fact that if you're undetectable, you don't have to disclose in the state of California. And I gave the reasons why. I mean, that was what it was about. It wasn't about me having HIV and knowingly giving it to people, which is what he was implying to everybody. So um, my God, I have the most amazing and you're probably one of the people that helped if you're listening to this. And thank you so much for all the people that um, reported it, reported the video. I don't know for sure that the reporting did anything. I really don't because YouTube never sent me anything saying, you were right, we've taken this video down. I didn't get any kind of notification like that. But I do know for a fact that um, at least 100 people um, either wrote comments or both reported the video and wrote comments. I had so many supportive like comments of people um, uh, what's the word like uh, challenging those that were saying stupid shit in the comments like they were coming back with their you equals you information or you know this girl already has a following you're a dumb idiot she's been an advocate for six years like you're you guys are ridiculous you're like you're making stuff up about this girl and it's not even true and it's easy to find her on the internet and she's not hiding anything and so um you know, and I, nothing seemed to be changing. But and then Stephanie Lee, thank you so much. Um, she's Ink Floyd. Um, 
01, I think. Um, but Stephanie Lee, L-E-E, I interviewed her uh, a few weeks back, and she did a post on her Instagram story with a link to the video, which was really helpful. And then I was like, oh, okay, I can do that too. I can actually use link. And I didn't know I could do that. So I figured out how to do that. It was really easy. I'm glad I know that little trick now. But it linked people directly to the video, and then they could just click on it and then report it. Um, so like I said, I think I easily, I mean, I could be exaggerating. Maybe it was more like 60. It felt like a lot of people wrote to me and told me they reported it. It was so nice. Um, and so this morning I see that it's still up and I'm like, you know, God damn it. So I think, you know what, I'm going to take this as an opportunity to direct people to my channel. Why not? Like I'll capitalize on the popularity of this video and have them come to my channel. So I make a post that's full of emojis to get people's attention and say, hey, why don't you learn the truth and come to my channel? So I post that, it disappears. I'm like, oh my God. You know, and the funny thing is, is that he could have just um, hid me from his channel. That's how I get rid of people that write nasty shit on my channel. I can just hide from them from the channel and then they cannot um, write anything else, but he didn't. And I don't know why. So I kept making comments and, um, just, you know, writing under so many different people's comments where they'd written really nasty stuff about me and tried to set them straight. Um, you know, as educationally as I could, you know, without being like, um, too abrasive, but, um, also directing them to my channel, all they have to do, because when I comment, all they have to do is just click my, my picture, on the comment and it'll take them directly to my channel. So I don't even have to link my channel with like a address or anything. It's really easy to find me. So just having my comments all over the place with my picture there, all they have to do is click on my picture and it takes them right there. So um, people can see, look, this girl has about the same amount of followers as this guy. You know, she's obviously not hiding the fact that she has HIV or she wouldn't be, you know, she wouldn't have all these followers. Um, and so I guess that's where that came in. But, um, so I, um, and also having my, my following of people was really helpful. It showed him that I, I mean, hopefully that I have enough of a backing or an army in my corner that are going to be fighting for what I fight for all the time because they're either HIV positive themselves or they're just somebody who feels really passionate about the work that I'm doing. And that really definitely came through with all the people that wrote so many freaking amazing comments. It's kind of disappointing because they are all gone now because, and I don't know, I feel like this is what did it. I told him in all caps that I was getting um, legal assistance and that I would be basically suing him if he didn't take these videos down, um, that my legal team had been notified and you know, he, this is defamation of character and it's, it's not okay. And it's, there's, there, I have a big, big problem with that. Those comments went away too. So, um, all of a sudden I was writing, um, to somebody else under one of his comments and it kept getting this like syntax error. And I was like, what is, and I, so I rewrote it. I'm like, God damn it. And then it happened again. And I'm like, okay, now I'm just going to do a test because I'm rewriting it from memory each time, like a dumb dumb. I didn't copy paste. And so then it didn't work a second time. So then the third time, um, I just wrote test just to see what would happen. And then I, it didn't work. And then I hit the back button and it went to a black screen and I'm like, what is going on? And so I go back to, I don't know, some original link and click on it to go back into the channel. And it says the video is, it says this video is private. And I'm like, huh? No way. And then I try to find my other video. Can't find it. 
So that happened for a little bit. It was showing my thumbnail still, my picture of me, the thumbnail, but it said, when you click on it, it says this video is private. And then after about 10 minutes, the thumbnails were gone. Like there was, there was no, like there was nothing showing at all that there were videos of me at all, no thumbnails. So they were gone. So I've checked throughout the day and um, the videos seem to be gone for good. So I'm, you know, again, I think there was enough pressure on him from my, uh, I hate to say army, that sounds weird, but just from the people that support me. Um, and I think threatening him with legal action did it. I really do. And so, um, and, and, you know, I'm not beyond that. I have people that would help me financially if I needed to do that. So, um, that was definitely something that I was considering doing. It was actually a false threat because I didn't have anything set up, but it seemed to work. So, um, if you're listening to this, uh, Ribby, you're a jackass and you don't need to be doing shit like this to me. I will, you know, like I said, I do have people that could help me legally if I needed to, but, um, like I said, I didn't have anything set up at the moment, but I don't know. This guy's really sad. I feel like he's like, I did write something about him being down in his mother's basement, jerking it to all these women on here that he'll never get. Like what a sad life that is. The sad, and the sad thing is, is that he is you know, profiting from this because these videos are getting lots of views. It had, mine had a hundred thousand in like a day and then it didn't seem to go up too much more after that. It was like another, I don't know, 5,000 in another day. So it wasn't like it was exponentially faster. Like it was, I thought it, I thought it was going to start getting millions of views because I don't know, like his, his channel is getting a lot of attention. So there's a lot of really angry men out there that are really enjoying bashing on um, pretty women. And I'm only saying that because a lot of the women I've noticed are very pretty um, in the thumbnails. I'm not re referring to myself, but there was many pretty women. I think you just like that HIV aspect of mine because it's shocking. It's got shock value and they like that. So anyways, that's the, that's the uh, story about um, this idiot on YouTube. And um, I was going to have to do a whole video on it, but now I don't because it's down. So it's gone. So Yay! Thank you, everybody, again. Okay, so um, story number two. Wow, I really thought I would be able to tell that so much faster, but I didn't. <laughs> the morning 20 minutes in. Okay, so story number two is this happened today. I am on Tinder because what's new? I'm always on Tinder, always looking for somebody to talk to. And, you know, I'm talking to different people right now. Um, I just let this... Um, really good looking. Oh my God, his body is insane. Um, tattoo artist. We matched together. He's kind of local between here and where was it? I don't remember, but it, he's not here all the time. Anyways, he wrote to me and just said, Hey, I probably won't be back on Tinder in like one to two weeks. So this is my Instagram. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to follow him with my Jennifer HIV and then I left him a message today in Tinder and said, um, hey, I followed you. I'm Jennifer Vaughn. My name on Tinder is Allie. So, you know, I didn't know that he would even know to look if he got a new follower. So I said, it's Jennifer Vaughn dot dot dot. I put three asterisks. And I said, it'll be interesting to see if you unmatch me. I kind of know. I shouldn't have said that because I need to be more um, confident. But anyways, I just said, um, you know, I, I, I'm undetectable, which is almost like I'm negative, so I can't transmit it. But either way, um, you do amazing work and I'm glad we matched or whatever. But so I haven't noticed anything. He hasn't unmatched me on Tinder. I don't think he's noticed 
he hasn't followed me back yet. So that one's just still in the works. We'll see what happens. If nothing else, he might be somebody cool to get a tattoo from. So I, I do like, and he's a very eccentric guy. Like he makes his own clothes that look very kind of hippie dippy seventies. And I'm like, yeah, it's not somebody I'd be like dating on a regular basis. He's just got a hot fucking body, but I don't know. I don't know that he's totally my type. I don't know, but his body is like banging. So, um, oh my God, he's got that like muscle that is, well, it's like this, well, he's all completely fully chested tattoo, like all the way arms, everything, which I does not bother me at all, but flat stomach, obviously. And he's got the hip muscle that like, oh, Whew. like his pants are a little loose around that hip bone and it's flat right there. Oh, so, so sexy. Okay. Um, I don't want my son to hear this. Um, hello. Hello. Okay. I didn't shut my bedroom door. Okay. So I went on to, on a tangent there. So anyways, I match with this guy tonight on Tinder and his name's Brandon. He's 48 and yeah, his pictures look real, real cute. He's close by. He lives in Aptos. I'm in Watsonville for anyone in the area, probably nobody, but you should know that's just the town right next door. This isn't always so typical with my tinder it seems like everybody's 35 miles away because they're in san jose or whatever um so this guy was close and um anyways my age good looking tan nice bod um you know i i don't see anything to be complaining about and he, i'd never seen him before on tinder sometimes you see a lot of the same faces i'm like oh cool and we matched so i thought i have nothing going on tonight i'm ovulating it would be fun to go on a date tonight. You know, I'm like, it's that YOLO kind of feeling like I just want to be out and be frisky. And, um, I'm not working tomorrow and I'm going to be watching the 49er game tomorrow with my kids. So I'm going to be tied up with that. So this is my time. Like I want to book something basically. Um, I don't know that anything's going to happen, but just the fun of meeting someone and maybe even if it was just kissing, I'd, that's, fine, but whatever. I thought it would be fun to meet this person. So I say, Hey, sexy. And I give him a wink and he writes back. You're not the one. No, hello. You're not the one who's sexy. He says, I'm not the one who's sexy. You are. And I was like, Oh, really? Okay. So I say, I don't have the conversation. Um, I say, okay, well now that we have that out of the way, what next? (laughs) And I don't remember. We just had a conversation back and forth and it was like, you know, pretty good. And then he says, why don't you just call me? And so he gives me his number and I'm like, well, okay. And I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm pretty confident. So I, I decided to go sit in my car. So I'm not disturbed by children and I call him and I like the voice. You know, it turns out that we, I know basically where he lives. He owns a house. Good sign. He's worked at um, a local grocery store for over 25 years, I believe. I made a joke about the fact that he's in, apparently in the the meat department and I'm a um, vegetarian. So I kind of thought it was funny. I could hear in his voice, he had, um, I, you can tell who is a smoker you can definitely hear it. And I could hear it. And plus I heard the lighter. You can hear it. You know, it's like I hear all the signs of him smoking. And I was like, Oh, well, I don't want a boyfriend anyways, but I can overlook smoking 
if he's hot as fuck. I don't care. You know, whatever. People smoke. And I did question him on the smoking. He said, don't lecture me. My dad died of emphysema. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not. Because of course I'm thinking, yeah, I'm not not trying to make you mad. I just want to meet you. You're super cute. You know, whatever. I can get over. You can even smoke around me. I kind of don't care. Whatever. You're super cute. So anyways, I say after like a 15, 20 minute conversation of us kind of like you know, talking about where we live and why we like living here and, you know, where to go to high school and if, you know, we possibly know some of the same people, but we decided not to throw any names out because, well, the person I would have thrown out was somebody that I've been intimate with. Um, One of the first people I've talked about on this podcast that I was intimate with when I um, ended my marriage. And uh, I have a feeling he knows him because he shops at that grocery store and they both surf. So I thought, oh God, he freaking knows him, I'm sure. But anyways, I didn't share his name. So I kind of say something like, well, I don't have anything going on tonight, but I like don't want to invite myself over to his place because I don't, I don't want to seem forward. God, I don't mean to yawn. I don't want to seem forward. And so I'm kind of waiting for him to invite me. The sun's about to set. We're it's 4:30ish, 4:20ish, and the sun's gonna set by like 5:40, 5:45 around there. And he mentions how beautiful his deck is because he's up in like the woods, kind of. And I'm like, oh, you have a view of the sunset. And I'm like, well. I mean, hey, I do you want to watch the sunset together? He goes, well, you could come over if you want. And I'm like, I'm thinking, well, yeah, I've been waiting for you to ask, you know. So um, we kind of make a decision. And then, but he kind of, then he, I don't know, we got off the phone. I said, let me check something. And then we text and I say, yeah, I can come over. And he says, okay. And then he calls me, but I missed the call because I was upstairs getting ready really fast. I was like, holy shit, I needed to charge my phone. So I'm upstairs like putting on makeup. I had no makeup on. I wanted to fix my hair a little bit. I wanted to like freshen up, change, whatever. And then I come down and I say, I have a missed call. So I call him. I say, Hey, you called. He goes, yeah. You know, I don't know. What do you think? And I'm like, well, yeah, I want to, yeah, like, of course. And then I'm thinking, Oh, maybe I'm coming on too strong. And he's just like overwhelmed by, by me, all these insecurities I'm having. He says, well, you know, I just, I don't know if it's a good night. I'm like pretty tired. Like, and I'm like, oh, all right. I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's fine. I said, you know, I live close by. We can hang out another time, but I'm sort of disappointed. I'm like, oh, he's blowing me off. And then he says, well, and then he kind of is like, well, I don't know. Well, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I mean, why don't I just come over? And then if you're too tired, I can leave. You know, do you have Netflix or whatever? We could watch TV or something. I'm thinking this is going to be fun, right? I'll bring something to drink whatever. So he says, yeah, we could do that. And I said, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to leave soon. He goes, well, don't you want my address? I'm like, oh yeah, (laughs) yeah, that would help. So he gives me the address and I'm, I jet, I'm like fast. I have everything where, oh, and he mentions he has a hot tub. I'm like, oh, should I not bring a bathing suit or should I bring a bathing suit? Hmm, what am I going to do? So I grab a bathing suit because I decided that would be bad just to show up with no bathing suit. I want to at least look like I'm trying to be a good girl. So, um, and no, I had not shared my HIV status. I didn't feel the need at this point because I haven't met him. I don't know enough about him yet to share anything like that over the phone. So, um, anyways, I get in my car and I get over there pretty quickly. Um, like, I don't know, less than just, or just a little over 10 minutes. And, um, I pull in the driveway and I'm like, okay, there's no sign of him. And I know he has a dog too. I don't see the dog anywhere. And I'm like, I think this is like, this makes sense. Like where there would be a view from a deck 
the way that he showed me the picture because he sent me a picture of this uh, from his deck looking off and where the sun is and I'm like okay this like makes sense I'm on that right side of the road and the garage door's open and um so I kind of I call him and I say hey I think I'm here and he goes are you and I said yeah I think so so I um he goes oh yeah okay I'll I'll come through the garage and like I said the garage door was already open it's an older home for sure and the car parked in the garage it looked like a Miata, but I'm not totally sure. And it had green, elect not electrical tape, but green, like masking tape. Like, I don't just remember it was green. I don't know if it was neon or not, but a lot of it taped over the back left brake light. Didn't look nice, but whatever. So um, anyways, I go to the door and I, I he told me it was 5'9". I'm okay. It's fine if the height isn't you know, as tall as me, I'm, I'm really lowering some of the things that I think used to bother me, even my body standards. I'm not being so intense with the body standards. I do love a hot body, but it's okay. You know, I really need a cute face, honestly, and there has to be a vibe, but, um, yeah, I'm not so like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm easing up on some of that because it's not so important really. If there's like an attraction to somebody's face a lot, that's kind of sometimes like most of what I need. Okay. So he opens the door and I didn't even look directly at him because there was a big chocolate lab that kind of attacked me, not in a bad way, really cute dog, like a year old. And he, um, kind of like was like, you know, between my legs right away. And I'm, as I'm walking and I get a glimpse of him to the right and he goes, Oh, I was in the shower and you got here faster than I thought. First of all, much shorter than I, he's not 5'9", definitely shorter. And I'm catching from the corner of my eye, uh, nothing physically attractive to me, nothing. I'm realizing in that moment, I've been kind of catfished in a way, or at least it was totally false advertising. This man had pictures up that were from 20 years ago, for sure. There was, he didn't look anything like these pictures at all. He had told me over the phone that he had gained 10 pounds because he's been off work because he broke his hand at work. Um, something to do with a door shutting on his hand. But anyways, he kind of like was warning me, I think that he'd put on a little bit of weight and then he knows his abs are under there somewhere. Okay. This is a man that let his body go a long, long, long time ago. This did not happen over the last two months. He was totally pale. The pictures are really deceiving. I should have known. There was a picture of him in these jeans that were really baggy. And I'm like, those look straight up out of the nineties. I am not getting why anyone would be wearing those pants, but I'm such an optimist when it comes to Tinder men. I make up this picture on my head of this, like, there's a good reason behind it because of this, because of that, because he's cool enough to wear pants that I think don't really look like they're, you know, of this era. But, you know, I'm like, I always have like this positive thing in my mind. I mean, I have everything pictured in my mind so positively that how could it not be this way? Oh my God. So I get in, I can tell right away. Like the face is very, very aged from smoking. He doesn't look a thing like his pictures at fucking all. I am honestly like, how do I fucking get out of this? So, and I'm walking in, I'm like, I don't know what else to do. Say, Hey, you don't look anything like your pictures and turn around and get in my car and leave. I didn't know what to do. So I start texting 
Ryan or Joey, I think it was Joey, and I said, hey, call me in 30 minutes and say, I, you need me and it's an emergency. And so, and I can't really keep talking to her on the phone. So I just did that. And he saw me texting and I said, oh, I just had to write my daughter something or whatever. And so, um, I, we sit down in the backyard, we're opposite a table from each other. There's a table between us, a big, you know, like a round table. And he gets out his pack of cigarettes and starts to like light up a cigarette He's not like the conversation. I'm trying to be friendly. The dog is a lot, but I kind of didn't mind because it was such a great distraction. The dog is like, you know, getting on me, big giant dog paws, really cute dog, but very mouthy. Um, didn't bite me, but uses his mouth a lot in a playful way. And it was like, my arms were kind of getting wet from, I had a sweatshirt on, but literally dog slobber all over my arms. And, um, but again, I'm not caring that Duke is so into me because I was just, I needed a distraction. So we're, I'm talking, I'm asking him like dumbass questions. Do you get a lot of raccoons and skunks up here? Like, I don't even know what to say. All I can think of is how the fuck do I get out of here? I'm not getting in a hot tub with this person. I'm so not attracted to him. He just, I, I'm not, I, he'll never hear this cause he doesn't know about my anything. And anyways, I, I'll get to the end of that, but you know, definitely like a pocky kind of face. The skin is not good. The nose looks reddish, purplish, probably from too much drinking. The teeth have spread from time and now they're yellowy from, you know, smoking or whatever. And, um, and yeah, and he's like, just not my type at, and not even like a half a percent, like not in any way is he my type at all. And I'm, I just can't figure out how to get out of there. I wasn't worried that he would do anything bad to me or anything. I just didn't want to be super impolite. And I've had this happen before with a Tinder date years ago where they false advertised themselves. Um, and I was like, fuck. And I sat through it for over an hour and a half getting a drink with that guy for like, you know, cause I didn't, well, he was handicapped. Like I felt so bad. He'd had some kind of, um, form of, polio, uh, not the kind that we get the vaccination for. It was something else. It was like later in life, his leg went, um, like, I don't know what happened to it, but it lost all muscle. It looked like a broomstick. I mean, and he was wearing a big giant shoe because I don't know. The whole thing was like, made me really uncomfortable. I, I wasn't, he'd showed pictures of him being in a triathlon. Those were the photos that he'd shown. So it was really deceiving. And the whole thing was like, I'm sorry. I know he's handicapped, nothing against anybody with a disability, but he, that wasn't clear in his Tinder account at all. Not at all, which is unfair to the person meeting him like a hundred percent. So um, anyways, um, I, um, I tell him, or maybe, God, I just thought of something like maybe somebody would feel that way about me if I shared my HIV status once they met me in person. It's possible, but yeah, I'm still not sharing that. Like I can't give it to anybody, so I'm still not going to share it until like the time is right. Um, which would be before, you know, anything went down, but anyways, I, so Joey has Ryan call me, but it's much sooner than planned. All of a sudden, like seven minutes in, I get a call from Ryan and she says that Owen has food poisoning. She's trying not to laugh. She said, Owen's throwing up all over the place and he needs to come home. And I did buy him a Togo sandwich today. And it was within enough time at that point that it could have been food poisoning. Of course, I know she's calling me to help me get out of this, but I hadn't sent the message to Ryan. I sent it to Joey. Um, because Joey was home and so was Owen. Ryan wasn't home when I left. So I, it was weird to get a message from Ryan because I didn't know that she knew that I was even gone. So I'm like, 
I decided to turn it into something else. And there's something else that I don't want to get into, but something else that went on with their dad um, today and or yesterday. And so I, I turn the conversation into that thing with the dad, with their dad. And I say, you know, oh, do we need to go now to go get him? And she goes, I don't even know what you're talking about. And I'm trying to get her to go with my story because he, this guy that I was where I was at, he already knew about the story that I was trying to use as the, um, but it is a true story, but I was just trying to use it to get out of this place. Right. So I keep trying with Ryan and she's like, mom, I don't even know. Are you, are you talking to me or somebody else? I'm like, oh my gosh, she doesn't get what I'm doing. I'm like, fucking just go along with, I'm like literally talking to her as if she's telling me things and I'm answering and she doesn't know what I'm doing. She just keeps going, who are you talking to mom? I'm like, Oh my God. So then I decide I'm just going to have to go with her story about Owen, but I didn't think it sounded super believable, but I decided to go along with the story about Owen barfing. And cause, and then all of a sudden I think, my God, she, I said, is Owen really sick? And she goes, yes. Why would I make that up? And then I'm thinking, Oh my God, I think she's literally telling the truth. And she goes, I said, did he throw up in his room? And she goes, he did. She goes, he threw up on his, he's in the bathroom now. She goes, but he, I mean, she's such a good freaking liar. God damn scary. But she goes, um, yeah, it's on his floor. She's like, I don't want to touch it. It's gross, but he's like crying. And I just never heard him throw up like this. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, I think I actually think he might be sick. So I say, I'm sorry, I got to go. And I grab my purse, I'm grabbing my keys and I'm like, pretending, well, not pretending. I'm somewhat thinking Ryan is lying. And then part of me and the mom part of me is like, shit, I think she might be telling the truth because you could get sick. I got sick from a turkey sandwich, turkey sandwich. I got sick from a turkey sandwich um, from Farrell's. Oh, funny. I just got a missed call from Eric Cutter. I am going to call him in a second. Um, And, oh, wait. Oh, wow. Oh God, he's calling me again. Hold on a second. Oh, he hung up. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm reading a text from somebody that I talked to on Tinder last night and he was so sweet and I really thought he blew me off today, but here he just wrote something nice. Oh, damn, he wasn't lying. He really did have something going on today. I thought he, this guy, I totally thought that he shined me on. Uh, that's cool. Cause I, I think this guy's really cute. Whew, it's cute. He's 10 years younger. We'll see. Anyways, where was I? My God, so many Tinder stories. And I will try to get Eric Cutter back on here. Cause that would be kind of fun to hear him for a second. He goes, shit, phone, crazy madness. Oh, maybe he didn't mean to call me. Okay. Who knows with him? Um, uh, Okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm so distracted with messages right now. Okay. So, um, I'm grabbing my stuff. I'm getting out the door and I'm like, I've just like, I'm really sorry. Um, and I'm, I know I need to say some, like, maybe we can hang out again. I'm so half-heartedly saying that as I'm walking out of his house, the dog is like literally almost with its paws around my leg. It pulled my shoelace you know, I, and it untied my shoe with his mouth as I'm trying to like get through the garage. I'm literally like, it's like I'm dragging my leg, like a child's holding onto my leg. I swear to God, it was so crazy. Like the dog was like all over me. And he said, well, there hasn't been a girl up here. And like, you know, I'm like, yeah, no shit. So anyways, um, now I know why he was hesitant about having me come up because he knew he'd lied in his pictures and he knew I was, 
going to see that as soon as soon as I saw him, right? So I um oh Benny wants a treat. He wanna treat sniffing his this his little here 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 you go. Have a crunchy. There you go. These things are like crack. He loves them so much. The Friskies party mix. Like you need any more chunky boy. So I get out to my uh I say I'm just like not even like I there was no hugs. No hug hello, no hug goodbye. And I am um, getting out to my car and I get in my car and I like turn around. I'm like, oh my God, thank fucking God. And um, I think I said something like, yeah, maybe we can hang out again or something. But so half, like I said, so half-heartedly. And then I got in my car and I was kind of in shock when I first got out. I called my friend Kira right away and I said, you are not going to believe what happened. And so she goes, I would fucking write to him right now and say, you know, that was false fucking advertising. And, you know, but I thought, you know, he's got to know because I asked him, you know, like I said, I asked him, oh, did I say that? I think I forgot. I did. I forgot that very important part. When we were sitting outside, I said, so when, when did you take those pictures on Tinder? I did ask him and he said, he didn't answer right away. I, he knew, he knew I was onto him, obviously. And he said, oh, five years ago. And then the next words out of his mouth are, I'm going to get rid of that dumb app. Like he just signed up for it apparently. So now he's, now he's caught in a lie and he feels stupid. And so now he's mad and he's going to get rid of that dumb app. I'm like, yeah, you're the fucking dummy because you totally lied. And so I am, um, yeah, that like, he's got to know why I left. I mean, I have to tell you, I went there to go see the sunset and it was going to happen within an hour. I was at home before the sun even sat. Like it, I was there, I think maybe 12 minutes. That was it. And, um, it was like, I was in, we sat down, we talked about skunks and his dog and his pictures. And I was out and I was on the phone with my daughter when I left too. I didn't even like get off the phone. I just got in my car and said, I gotta go. Like I, it was very obvious that I, it was very obvious what I did. I'm sure he picked up on all of it that I had texted somebody, my daughters and said, I didn't, you know, I'm sure he knew the whole thing was um, done to get me out of there. And did I feel guilty? Not one bit, not one fucking bit because he lied. He lied completely on his profile and that is shitty. Those pictures were at least 20 years old, at least. Um, and I'm just felt totally duped by the whole thing. And, um, you know, my mom's like, maybe you shouldn't go directly to somebody's house. I know. I understand that too. But like, he's lived in this area for so long and I could tell like he wasn't making anything like that up. And, you know, we probably, he has nephews that are at Aptos High and I'm like, yeah, the guys, I'm not worried about him or anything. I wasn't worried about that because he's such a local, um, but fucking liar. Sorry for the F words, but I'm still fuming from it. So I, um, I unmatched him by the time I got home, which was like not even 10 minutes later. Um, I told my friend, my friend Kira, I'm like, I'm unmatching him. So I just unmatched him right away and blocked him on my, um, on my phone. So he can't find me. Um, so there again, I'm really glad he didn't know anything about my social media. Cause he certainly could have gone on there and written something nasty and found, you know, way more of me and decided to become a troll or whatever. Yeah, I'm just glad I didn't share that with him. He didn't need to know. So I'm glad he didn't know. He doesn't know anything about me. He hasn't, all he knows is that I'm a teacher for this, the school district. That's it. Um, but he won't be able to find me through there. He doesn't have my last name or anything. And I'm able to speak, you know, totally freely on here about the whole experience and he'll never hear it. But 
God damn. So yeah, pod before rod, like that girl says that I talked about in the podcast last time. Um, by the way, I still do not have COVID. I've tested negative on the PCR and the rapid. And that was on Tuesday, which was over a week since I'd seen the mountain man who apparently, you know, I asked him 10 days later and he said he was still pretty wrecked. So I think he does have COVID. He didn't confirm it with a test. He thinks he has it. Again, really nice that he doesn't think he has HIV. Um, I never got that from him in any way. Um, nothing alluding to it at all. So that's really nice. But yeah, come on. Like, how, why don't I have COVID? It was super weird. Super, super weird. Um, I talked to an, a friend of mine that I've known for a while. I think I told you guys about an advocate that did the mushrooms. And he told me about a website. <laughs> i got to find the name of it again. But he said, um, I can actually buy my own freaking mushroom kit. And I'm going to, it's midwestgrowkits.com. And it's like $134. And I can do everything that I need to make, to grow my own mushrooms. And he called me tonight and FaceTimed me from the East Coast. This is this friend of mine. He's gay. Um, but anyways, I know him through advocacy. I think I've, I said that. And oh my God, he was hysterical. I, I love this man so much. And um, he was so high and he was so happy and I just it was just great seeing him that way I don't know it was really fun and I'm like damn I want to do that and I'm I'm gonna do it I'm freaking gonna grow my own mushrooms and I will report to everybody I'll keep track of the entire process you know because it looks like it's sort of a gigantic um endeavor honestly they send you so much stuff like I kind of can't believe it. It's like, am I going to be able to figure this out? I'm not a scientist. I mean, I mean, it looks like it comes with all these different parts, but he says everything comes in the grow kit. You, it's everything's there, but it's like, there's I, bags of stuff. There's lights, there's gloves, there's um, tubing and jars that seal up. And I just, yeah. And, and they give you like six times three, 18 glass jars to like, I guess you grow them in there. That must be it. Anyways, he told me it takes about two months to grow them, but God, he was, he was in such an amazing state. He also said that you need to do it. You can only do it once every three weeks. You need to wait three weeks because otherwise um, the effect, it lessens the effect if you don't like wait three weeks for it to completely um, leave your body, I guess. I don't know. So this has only been two weeks today, so I can't, yeah, I can't do it. Um, but anyways, that's, um, yeah, I just wanted to share those two things today. And, um, I hope you enjoyed this midweek podcast with the, uh, craziness that ensued today. I mean, I have a victory. I got that video taken down, um, with me and my army. And I'm again, so proud of this. It's a very, it's a very proud moment in my advocacy, honestly. And I, I did really kind of think, um, that I would just start taking advantage of the fact that he's exploiting me and I'm just going to keep making comments or have other people make comments to promote my channel through his comments. Like, why not? I mean, I'll take advantage of that at least if he's not going to take it down. But that opportunity is now over because it's gone. And um, Miss Vaughn won. And I'm really freaking happy about it. So <laughs> with that, I hope you guys have a good rest of the week. Hopefully the Niners are going to the Super Bowl. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Pro Bowl 
next weekend. All right, guys, have a good one. Love you all. Bye-bye. If you'd like to be notified for any of my upcoming podcasts, be sure to subscribe. If you'd like to help this girl out, then please rate, review, and share my show. Thanks, guys.